Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch. He is the Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling based in Agawam, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Marty. Hi, Jordan. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Let's get a little bit of your background first and how long you've been at Cambridge and just a little bit of what you do before we get into the details of uh, what Cambridge, how can they can help people? Uh, well, like a lot of people at nonprofits, I actually wear two hats here. Uh, I'm compliance manager and director of education. So uh, in my compliance realm, I, I manage the licenses that we hold uh, that allow us to do business in all 50 states. Uh, I also... Uh, maintain our approvals with the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, uh, with the Executive Office for U.S. Trustees, uh, with the Mass Council for Elder Affairs. Um, as Director of Education, uh, probably uh, even a more important role, I'm, making, I'm responsible for making sure that our counselors are up to date on their knowledge of the credit world, uh, that they're aware of uh, bank policies that are affecting the consumers who reach out to us for help. Uh, I make sure that they earn their certifications and maintain them by providing uh, continuing education on a regular basis. Um, but I also keep my hand in in the community. Uh, we uh, conduct about 400, uh, on average, seminars a year uh, throughout Massachusetts and Connecticut for veterans groups. Uh, for prisoners re-entering the community. Uh, we do a lot of those because they need to know how to handle their money and avoid coming back inside uh, the correctional system. Uh, for student groups, for parents and families who want to know how to prepare themselves for the cost of college and how to manage it in the years afterward. Uh, for people who are looking to avoid foreclosure, um, or to purchase their first home. Uh, we do a lot of first-time homebuyer seminars. Uh, so we wear many hats because people have uh, a lot of questions. We try to stay up to date with every possible trend in the, the credit and finance world. Very good. Well, let's kind of take a look at the overall situation right now. How Are consumers getting into more debt than in the past? I mean, after the crash of 2008, the credit world kind of seized up and, and people's credit lines were being cut back. Is that now back to where it was before in, in the credit card world? And, and what is your outlook for the amount of debt people are going to be taking on? I, I, I know, and you know, that standards were uh, pretty tough for lending in the immediate aftermath of the recession. Uh, but standards have since relaxed. Uh, one of the interesting aspects of any recession uh, is that personal savings go up uh, at least temporarily in the immediate aftermath. People see that uh, unemployment is ticked up. They get concerned about their own employment situation and they start to save more. They realize that it's important. But then over time, they relax that focus, or lose that focus on personal savings uh, and they start to spend more freely. They increase their debt, which is what we're seeing now. We're in that period now. Uh, 
The one interesting thing about how this recession differs from past uh, episodes is that the personal savings rate has stayed relatively high. Mm -hmm. Uh, The savings rate, I think, peaked in the mid-70s at a a little over 7%. Right now, depending on uh, whose stats you read, personal savings is still a little bit over 6%, which you'd think would be a great sign. Yeah, But the other stressors, the other impacts uh, on personal savings and personal budgets are taking their toll because student loans are up, car loans are longer, um, interest rates are going up. So, uh, so that while the stats look good, I think that's just on paper because we also at the same time see that the average consumer – uh, more than 50% don't have more than $1,000 in savings they could, they could reach or access during an emergency. So so they're making you know, up the difference with debt. Is it saying they're saving some, but not enough. But debt is uh, and credit is more available than it was after the recession. And people are accepting exactly. the bank's offers more and, and going into more debt. So it's, it's over a trillion dollars now, I think, in credit card debt outstanding. Do you think that's going to keep rising going forward here? Uh, I think there'll be a tipping point. I mean, uh, it's unfortunate in that the the trend really runs like a roller coaster where people back off and, and put the brakes on their spending and borrowing uh, periodically, but usually that's only in, uh, in recognition of the fact that, hey, there's a recession going on. We see the signs that one might be imminent now, and yet... People are still taking on debt. They're still in that mode when they really need to start backing off and getting things under control so that when a recession, if a recession does come, they don't have that kind of exposure uh, that they did the last time around. They've got like a buffer is what you're saying. Exactly. And the the buffer is getting thinner because they're taking on more debt and saving less to some extent. So if there was a job loss or some kind of a financial crisis, they would be harder to deal with is what you're saying because of the amount of debt they've taken on. Exactly. And, and especially when we know that the younger people who are participating in the gig economy who don't have, you know, one steady full-time employer, but instead of cobbled together three or four jobs and have that resilience that, uh, that other, uh, traditionally employed for lack of a better term, uh, consumers have. Yeah. So there's a real vulnerable segment at the bottom, I think, that that might uh, have a rougher go if a recession hits now. What role is student debt playing? And as people who call Cambridge Credit Counseling for help with their credit cards, do a lot of the younger ones have student loan debt? And, and how do you help them uh, deal with the, the huge amount of student loan debt they typically have? Well, the, the student debt numbers are significant and rising. Uh, we now have uh, counselors who are, do nothing but counsel about uh, federal student loan repayment options, uh, and we can go into the process of yeah. how that unfolds. But uh, but because those numbers have grown so dramatically over the last decade, uh, it's it's put stresses on the budget that just weren't what they are today. Uh, I mean, the average student loan payment is like a rent payment used to be. Yeah, like a car that exceeds a car payment. So, uh, you and know, it's running neck time. and neck with a mortgage payment these days. 
It's like through 30 years as well. It's a long time as well as being a high amount. It can be. Uh, it's interesting that you know students, when they go through exit counseling uh, at most colleges, if they had two plans laid out before them, if they had a long-term income-based plan or the standard 10-year plan, which is actually the shortest and results in the least amount paid in total, they always pick the standard plan. You know, I'd much rather pay off my loans in just 10 years rather than 30 years when you consider all the interest that will be factored in yeah. over 30 years. But then they get out and they default on the very first payment because they don't take into account how high it's going to be relative to their rel- you know, their low income uh, at that time. So, you know, one of the things that we have to counsel about immediately is the availability of income-based plans it may be suitable, more suitable for uh, a situation for a young person who's just entering the workforce. So let's talk about those. Who qualifies for income-based repayment programs um, and how do those work? Uh, eligibility for income-based repayment uh, and for all repayment options revolves around what types of loans you have. Uh, we're seeing fewer old FFEL, uh, Federal uh, Financial Education Loan Program, uh, fewer of those out there, but there's still, there's still plenty. And those have different eligibilities than uh, people who receive direct loans. Uh, direct loans are, you know, if you were to borrow today, that would be the type of loan you'd get. But before 2010, there's a strong chance you'd get an FFEL loan. So, because they allow different eligibilities to enter the, the equation, you have people who think they're eligible for income-based repayment or for public service loan forgiveness especially, uh, who aren't yet because their loans have to be consolidated to bring them into the direct loan program. It's very confusing for the average consumer uh, who hasn't had their, their eyes on uh, stories from the Department of Ed or releases from the Department of Education about these topics, but it's it can be very complicated. But it's we're talking tens of thousands of dollars and interest on those balances uh, that really impact a person's budget. So, you know, I urge anybody with questions about uh, their student loans to contact a counselor. Uh, we're available at eight hundred. 897-2200. Uh, if you want to talk about those, the consultation is free. Uh, but people need to know because there is a lot of presumptions about um, eligibility for repayment plans that uh, people think are automatic, uh, that just aren't. You have to qualify. You need to get involved. What, what happens if you do default or are delinquent on student loans? What can the government do to uh, start to collect on that, and how does that affect your credit? Uh, very good question. Because those dollars are federal uh, that are lent, uh, the federal government retains uh, special uh, privileges to come after the consumer and, and be repaid. So uh, the government can garnish wages uh, up to 15% without going to court. Uh, they can intercept uh, tax refunds and often do. Uh, they can interrupt licensure. Uh, we see that happening at the state level more now. Uh, if you want to maintain 
uh, not driver's license, but professional licensure, and you're behind on a student loan, that can the brakes can be put on there until you catch up and repay. Uh, so there are a host of unpleasant consequences. Right, and your credit score as well can can be hurt by that. And your credit score will definitely. One of the common questions that we get uh, is my student loan debt considered like any other debt. Uh, we also get that for medical debt, and the answer is yes. I mean, it's a it's an account you're either current with or behind on. It's yeah. either current or in collections, uh, and if you drop into collections with the balances that we're talking about, types of high balances that we're talking about, with penalty interest rates exceeding eighteen to twenty percent, uh, those balances can grow rapidly. So they they really demand attention. And I think for a time, the, the consumer feeling about student loans was that, well, you know, I'm behind, but I know doctors and lawyers who don't pay, so I'm not going to worry about it. They're just too high. They'll have to do something for me. When that's that's not what happens. Yes, indeed. Very good. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch. He is Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling. You can find out more about them at their website, cambridgecredit.org, or as Marty mentioned, their phone number 800-897-2200. We'll be back after this. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. We've all been there. Struggling to keep up with credit card payments? Searching for a simpler, safer way out of debt? Well, here it is. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a nonprofit service that has been helping people reduce or eliminate their credit card debt for over 20 years. Most of us have made late payments and even gone over our credit limits. Before we know it, our balances are out of control and we can barely afford to make the minimum payments. If this sounds familiar and you're ready to take control of your debts, call Cambridge right away at 1-800-897-2200 for a debt-free analysis. Cambridge will work with your creditors and may be able to reduce your interest rates and get you out of debt fast. In fact, Cambridge's typical debt management clients save almost $150 every month on their credit card payments and they're debt-free in just 50 months. So there is a simpler, safer way out of debt. And it all starts with Cambridge Credit Counseling. Call 1-800-897-2200 for your free debt analysis. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a Massachusetts-based nonprofit agency providing services nationwide. For complete licensing information, visit them online at cambridge-credit.org. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, then be sure to tune in to Ask the Coach with host Oliver Baisner. So your team and organization need to work more effectively, and it's taking its toll on you as a leader. Is your family and work-life balance out of whack? 
Now, get the answers you need from a panel of experts. No matter the challenge, you'll find the answers here. Ask the Coach airs live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch. He is the Director of Education and Compliance at Cambridge Credit Counselors, uh, based in uh, Agua, Massachusetts. Their website, cambridgecredit.org. Welcome back to the show, Marty. Thanks, Jordan. So most of the people who are calling you have credit card debt. So let's kind of go through the process of somebody calling. What is the typical kind of situation they're in? And just describe a little bit of the interaction they're going to have with a counselor at the beginning of the process. Sure. Uh, most of the consumers who reach out to us uh, are struggling, as you said. Uh, they hold multiple credit card accounts. Uh, for whatever reason, they've taken on new cards over time. Um, and they finally reach the point where if they've maxed out an account or two uh, or have missed payments, now the interest is really putting a bite on them. Uh, the average consumer who reaches out to Cambridge has interest rates in the mid to high 20s, uh, which is significant considering their balances. Yeah. Uh, most of them are using more than three quarters of the credit that's available to them, which is a real red flag. But it's something that we can address effectively. So if you were to call us in that situation, uh, it would be best to have uh, some of your statements available so that we could go through account numbers and look at, at you know your most recent balance. But we can also get those from your credit report, which we'll go through with you. Uh, and you then pull, you pull a credit report from somebody to see what, right, what's we, actually on there. Yes, we pull a credit report. Uh, a lot of states. Uh, want to see us do that because we want to get the full look at uh, your finances. Uh, there's no point in addressing the two accounts that you mentioned if you're also struggling with three others that you keep to yourself. Yeah, We want to see the complete picture first, and then we'll uh, create some remedies with you to address the full situation. So you don't look at people's credit, but you look at their income and their expenses, you give a, a basic budget as well. Is that correct? Uh, it's a pretty comprehensive budget. Uh, the, uh, the budget that we use is essentially the budget that the state of Michigan requires. We use that as our template because it's very thorough. Uh, the banks that consumers do business with also require us to do uh, thorough budgets to make sure that if they're going to uh, provide relief to the consumer, that they know also that there's not tremendous overspending that's going to continue to go on or that other creditors are getting some kind of preferential treatment. We want to see that we're addressing the full scope of their financial circumstances. So, so a credit report is the best way to start with that. Uh, in the in, in the beginning, our counselors do a lot of listening. Uh, we don't judge the consumer's budget, whatever their sp spending priorities have been. We're respectful of that. 
We don't tell them what to cut out or what to preserve, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the reasons that people are so reluctant to budget in the first place. They approach it from the perspective of, oh, if I do a budget, I'm somehow going to, you know, my lifestyle is going to change and I can't do the things I like anymore. But it's really the, the opposite that's true. If you, if you do a budget approaching it the right way, you should look at it as a way to preserve your lifestyle. You know, if, if, if I want to do certain things uh, with my life, I have certain financial goals or even certain hobbies that cost money. If I do a thorough budget, I'm looking at ways to make sure I can still do those things. And yeah. my priorities, my non-priorities will migrate down the budget and will be easy to identify and reduce. So you're, okay, so the counselor does a detailed budget. They see how much debt they've got on different credit cards at what interest rates. And then they offer them the possibility of what's called a DMP, a debt management plan. What would be involved if somebody did sign up for a DMP? Uh, in a debt management plan, we look at uh, who your particular uh, credit card issuing banks are, what their policies are for reductions. Uh, most people don't know that their banks would, you know, if they enroll in a debt management plan, would reduce their interest rates from the mid-20s down to our current average of about 7%. Uh, by earning those reductions through three or four good faith payments, uh, when the interest rate drops, uh, the monthly payment changes significantly and it gives the consumer the breathing room in their budget they need to continue and get current. Uh, that's a significant impact on credit, of course. Uh, so, okay. you know, after enrollment uh, and after the whatever their participating creditor concessions are, you know, they'll see their rates reduced. They'll see, uh, frequently see any later over limit fees they were being assessed will, will be forgiven. Uh, it's a huge burden eased uh, on the typical uh, client here at Cambridge. And do you have all their credit cards consolidated or do you have people like hold one aside for spending and they consolidate all the other ones? They'll usually consolidate uh, all but one. Uh, even the banks, the banks recognize that it's probably necessary to have one available for an emergency. So that's possible uh, yeah. for sure. Uh, the others are, that are enrolled in the program will be closed, which will have an impact on credit, but not to the point that a lot of people presume because they don't realize that because they're maxed out or close to maxed out on their credit limits, or they've missed a significant number of payments that their score is already impaired. Um, so it's, they're already down, so it's not going to hurt them that much more, you're saying. Right. We, we recently did a study within our own client base and found that uh, in the first year, our typical client loses only 19 points off their FICO score. Uh, and then they regain uh, over time because they're going to be making payments through us to each of their creditors. Uh, that they regain uh, more than 40 points over the lifetime of their enrollment. Uh, so an initial hit, and then by following the the advice and education we provide and by sticking to their debt management plan, they actually undo that damage uh, relatively quickly, and then they're on the path to regaining points. And what is the typical amount of time that clients go through this that they actually – graduate and pay off all their debts? Uh, usually takes about 48 months. Uh, if a client had enough financial wherewithal to, to repay faster than that, 
their card order wouldn't allow enrollment. Um, so it has to be uh, time consuming to earn those concessions. But, you know, over four to five years uh, of repayment, you're, you're freeing up money to make sure you meet all your obligations in other parts of your budget too, uh, which can really take the strain off a family. So at four to five years, as opposed to 20 or 25 years or 30 years, it could, if you're just paying the minimum on your credit cards, it could be many, many years. Is that right? Oh, right. And we, and we would not, uh, cannot allow a client to stay on for more than, than five years. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so why is it that the banks are willing to make these concessions to get rates of averaging 7%, uh, whereas if the consumer paying in the mid-20s calls them directly and say, I want 7%, they won't give it to them. Why do they offer that uh, deal to you? Well, it's interesting uh, because each of the banks, the major banks, have internal programs, but they don't work as well, uh, short and sweet, because they don't look at the whole picture. If, if you called any of the major banks and had some kind of financial hardship and they put you on an internal plan, there's a good chance you won't succeed. Whereas if you come to an agency like Cambridge, you stand a much stronger chance of making it through because we're going to look at the whole picture, as we discussed, and we're going to earn those rate concessions with you on multiple accounts instead of just one at a time. Uh, So it's interesting. They've admitted to us that, yeah, your plans work better because you do the full budget, a thorough budget. You look at all types of accounts and you provide education that they just frankly don't have time to do. Yeah. And from their point of view, they get to hold on to the customer over time and rehabilitate exactly. them instead of losing. I mean, their alternative is to have bankruptcy where they get nothing or debt settlement where they get a very small amount. Exactly. And the, and the consumer is is angered by that prospect or demoralized. I mean, the whole range of emotions. But in the end, they've lost a potential uh, long-term client. Uh, and that's somebody they worked hard to get, too. I mean, Mm-hmm. Banks send out, uh, they probably have a success rate of one for every 250 mailers that go out. Uh, that was the last stat I saw. So they, they really compete to get you. They don't like to lose you. Yeah. Uh, if we help you rehabilitate your credit, you may be a candidate for loans from our bank down the road. So, so once so they get out, once they, graduate the from Cambridge, once they graduate and their debt is all paid off, then they start getting Credit card offers again, is that typically what happens? Yes, but the, there's no sense in waiting uh, for the plan to be over to start doing positive things with your credit in the interim. You can rebuild credit while you're a candidate, uh, while you're a client uh, on a debt management plan. Uh, obviously, that's dependent on what kind of additional funds may become available uh, during those five years, but it's possible to uh, to come out stronger because you started applying some of the education during your enrollment. Indeed. Uh, so just before we go to a break, just tell people again how they can contact you to uh, have one of these free credit counseling sessions. Sure. Uh, you can reach Cambridge at 800-897-2200. It's 800-897-2200. Uh, our counselors are here until 8 every night except Friday. Um, We do have a service that will take messages and we'll reach back out and contact you the next day. Uh, We know that people can't wait for assistance. They usually 
put it off. So we do our best to get back to you as quickly as possible. Very good. And the website is cambridgecredit.org. Right. We're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch. He is the Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling. You can see how they help people get out of credit card and even student loan debt. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. 88% of financially successful people read at least 30 minutes a day. They are hungry for knowledge and learning every chance they get. Blinkist gets you there faster than you could ever imagine. Blinkist is the only app that takes thousands of the best-selling nonfiction books and distills them so you can read or listen to them in under 15 minutes, all on your phone. I like to listen to Blinkist when I commute to my office. The Blinkist library is massive, from timeless classics like The Power of Habit to current bestsellers like 12 Rules for Life. My personal recommendation is to check out Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash moneyanswers to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash moneyanswers to start your free seven-day trial. You can cancel anytime. Blinkist.com slash moneyanswers. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch. He is the Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling based in Agawam, Massachusetts. Welcome back to the show, Marty. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me. So we've been talking about DMPs, debt management plans. What kind of fees do people pay uh, to Cambridge if they sign up for a DMP? Well, fees are based on the consumer's circumstances, of course. I mean, we everything we do is based on the consumer's budget, and that extends to the fees that they might pay if they enroll in the service. Um, fees are heavily regulated by the states. Most states where we do business, cap fees at a certain level or a percentage of uh, the monthly payment or the number of creditors involved. There are a lot of different formulas out there, but at the end of the day, our average client pays a fee that's just 
a little bit less than $30 a month, but about 5% pay no fee whatsoever. Uh, we, we do take the consumer's circumstances into account. Uh, so fees run from zero, in other words, up to an average of about $30 a month. So uh, the idea is how many accounts we handle, what the debt is, and what state they live in. But the idea is that they're paying even $30 a month that they're going to save far more in interest on getting a 7% rate instead of 20%. So that's why it pays for people to, to go through Cambridge on something like that. Is that right? Exactly. And we'll, when we enter into the contract, we show them uh, exactly that. Here are the concessions we expect your creditors to extend to you. Uh, based on your current interest rates, here's how much you'd probably pay to resolve those debts. It would take years. Here's what you'll pay through us in five years or less. And the savings, as you say, can be dramatic. So um, how is what you're offering, debt management plans, through a, and you're a nonprofit group, different from what people often hear about, which are called debt settlement plans from for-profit agencies? And how are those two different, and how do they impact your credit differently? Uh, they're significantly different in almost every respect. Uh to begin with, uh, through a credit counseling agency, you're going to repay the full principal amount borrowed. So the principal portion of the balance will be repaid in full, but you'll pay the account off at much lower interest rates. Uh, and as we mentioned, that takes up to 60 months, uh, and it's with your creditor's approval. They're particip participating with us uh, in providing this relief. When it comes to debt settlement, uh, you're going to repay 50% on the dollar. Uh, at, at the outset, that seems pretty tempting. But the fact is that the settlement company's fee is then going to eat into the amount that you thought you saved. Uh, settlement company fees run 40 to 50% of the amount saved. So suddenly you're not saving 50% on the dollar you're paying 75% on the, uh, 75 cents on the dollar. So savings are really not what they seem at the outset. Uh, and then with people who have the amount, a significant amount of principal forgiven, there's also a tax liability through debt settlement, uh, for so folks who are cents would be considered income to you. Right. Any yeah. amount of principal forgiven over $600 is considered income. So a lot of settlement folks, are surprised to get a form 1099C from the IRS reminding them that they have a little more income because of the, the debt that was forgiven. Mm -hmm. And then what's the impact on the credit score of debt settlement versus, we talked about DMPs, but what's, what's the impact of debt settlement? Uh, on settlement, I've seen uh, some pretty dramatic effects because accounts, not only are accounts allowed to slip into collections and then uh, are, char are charged off and sent to collections. But, uh, but because they're not paying uh, the principal in full on the credit report, the account is going to be marked as settled. Uh, the impact can be between roughly 75 points if you uh, have a low score to 125 points if you have a, a reasonably high score uh, just for a single settling a single account, uh, depending on what's in the rest of your profile. So, uh, the impact on credit is much more significant. The long-term effect on a lender reading your report, uh, is probably more impactful. 
Because if I see that, you know, you're coming to me for a car loan or a home loan or an apartment and you've recently settled debts, I, I can't see myself lending to you on the theory that I may get back half my money. It's, it's the ultimate bigger, red flag. You're seen as a much bigger risk. Is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When is it more appropriate to do debt settlement versus a DMP? What if you just don't have enough money to make the monthly payment that a debt DMP would, would require? That would be uh, a, con- a factor to consider or an option to consider then. And I've actually, I've testified before states saying debt settlement needs to exist. Uh, it needs to be uh, more tightly controlled than it is across the U.S., uh, especially the percent of savings that the settlement companies take as a fee. But uh, but the, the appropriate time, wow, is for people who, as you said, they, they're really up against it. They can't afford the, a debt management plan payment. Uh, they have an asset or two that they could sell off to achieve a settlement in a reasonable amount of time because if, if you're taking 10 months to assemble the money to propose as a settlement, the loan balance is growing yeah. uh, and at a high interest rate. So, you know, if I entered uh, a settlement agreement and I have 10,000 in debt and I'm thinking, well, if I can save 5,000 in a trust account, and I'll, that'll be enough to achieve the settlement. And then it takes close to a year to assemble that five, to save up that 5,000. Now the balance isn't 10,000 anymore. It might be 11 and a half. Yeah. So, uh, so the time frame for settlement is, is, can be really detrimental to the consumer. The only people I've recommended it to personally, uh, are people who are beyond needing credit. Uh, they don't yeah. need credit anymore. They don't care about the impact. Uh, I had a local uh, veteran who was in his 80s. He had recently stopped driving. Uh, his apartment included utilities, so he wasn't going to need to go out and get a washer dryer on credit in the middle of the night. Uh, he he could withstand the hit to his credit that settlement uh, was going to exact, uh, but he did save money. Uh, uh-huh. No question about it. On the other end, for the DMP, if you're not behind but you just have a huge amount of debt, you're kind of treading water. Uh, can you still get a DMP with a bank still lower their rates if you're not kind of behind or showing distress? Yes, it is still possible. Uh, the budget will show the, the distress that the bank doesn't know about. Uh, it's a, you know, you're, you're on the road to, to missing payments uh, and interrupting that sooner is a much better outcome for the consumer um, we cannot and will not tell anybody to, uh, to miss, start missing payments so that they qualify for a bank's programs. That, that's not the way our world works. Yeah. Uh, so you, even if you're on time and the burden is great, you can still get a DMP is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Um, so th- there's been a lot of consolidation in the credit counseling industry in the last few years. How, what makes Cambridge different from other credit counseling firms that are still out there? Well, we have uh, certain efficiencies that we've been able to uh, acquire over time. Uh, we have a large client base, which has allowed us to to withstand the hits that some of the other smaller agencies in the in the uh, industry suffered. Uh, we have a diverse set of offerings. 
uh, as we mentioned at the outset, we offer uh, uh, housing counseling or a range of services there, bankruptcy counseling and the student loan counseling. So we have some uh, diversification within our agency, but uh, but the efficiencies of scale that we have for handling so many clients with our own uh, client management uh, system uh, have kept us in good shape. So will you get a better deal? Say you have cards with particular banks. Will you get a better deal with Cambridge than you would with another agency as far as what interest rates you're getting? Well, debt management plan uh, concession rates are pretty standard uh, across the industry. I would suspect there are some outliers who haven't earned Good scores from their some from the the major lenders who may not qualify for the best rates yet. Uh, not something they would boast about, but uh, yes. we've been around so long that that uh, we get high marks from all the banks. Uh huh. Very good. Tell us a little bit about the uh, counselors and what kind of training they go through and and what kind of certification they need to be able to be counselors. Uh, counselors have to be certified as they reach the six-month mark of employment. Uh, the states recognize that it takes a while to grow into this job, but we begin training them from day one. Uh, they go through a long period where they're not allowed to talk to a consumer at all. Uh, they're just listening to an experienced counselor uh, perform or conduct a session. Uh, we have... Our counselors are certified through the uh, Partnership for Financial Education, uh, which is one of a couple of certifying uh, bodies out there. Uh, they're independent of Cambridge. Uh, so we put our counselors through the PFE curriculum, uh, and then they sit for an exam uh, prior to six months on the job. And then we put them through continuing education forever so that they stay current with trends in the industry, uh, with trends in the consumer marketplace, uh, so that they can provide accurate and effective counseling. So the education begins when you when you come through the door, and it will not stop until you uh, leave our agency. And this is something that banks are not offering in, in the plans that they're, they're not giving you that in-depth level of counseling. Oh, no, not at all. They're looking, if... If you fit their criteria, they may offer you a rate concession, but only for that one account. Uh, and there's not going to be any education that goes with it uh, at this point. It's really just traditionally not been their role. Uh, they like the fact that the nonprofit industry exists because education is the reason we hold a 501c3 status. Yes. Uh, so that, that is our, our model. Right, before we go to break, just tell people how they can reach Cambridge again. Sure. Uh, our 800 number is 1-800-897-2200. Our website can be found at uh, www.cambridgecredit.org. Very good. We're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch, Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
Attention heroes, current and former firefighters, law enforcement, military, medical, or educational professionals. Heroes can receive rewards averaging over $2,500 when they buy, sell, or refinance a home. Heroes come first. Along with the Homes for Heroes is the nation's largest hero reward program. Their mission is to provide extraordinary savings to heroes who provide extraordinary services to our nation and its communities every day. Learn how you can purchase a home for no down payment, no closing costs, and get money back at closing. Find out how you can own for less than you may pay for rent. Get your hero rewards at heroescomefirst.com. That's heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, comefirst.com, 888-437-6114. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Marty Lynch. He is the Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling. Welcome back to the show, Marty. Thanks, Jordan. So, So in... Helping people reestablish and improve their credit score after they've been through credit counseling, what are some steps that they can use to kind of get back and get with uh, get in a better shape with their credit rating in the future? Well, the first thing would be something that's relatively painless, and that's become an authorized user on someone else's card. Uh, by someone else, I don't mean a complete stranger. I mean a loved one, a close friend, uh, a relative, somebody you know pays their bills on time every month. Uh, an authorized user does not mean that you're a co-signer on that account. So if if something happens to me as the primary uh, card holder and Jordan, you're my uh, authorized user, you're not liable for the paying off the account balance. It, it passes with me. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a co-signer situation, but it will improve your credit. Uh, by some accounts, it used to improve uh, scores by as much as 200 points, but those days are long gone. It might move your score by 30 or 40 points, but that's significant in this day and age because uh, time it, it takes time to build a score. Uh, there, there are no quick fixes. There are slow fixes, but they're all effective, and they can happen simultaneously. So being an authorized user is the first thing. How about secured credit cards as a way of reestablishing credit? Uh, they are now becoming a very good product. Uh, they used to be 
somewhat dubious. there were a lot of predatory secured cards in the in the marketplace years ago, but now they're they're much better. Uh, they will be at significant interest rates. They'll be at the sixteen to twenty percent range on a card for the most part. There are a few that are in the low teens. Uh, I, I'm not able to name them uh, as a nonprofit. I can't recommend a secured individual card. cards, but if you, you shop up. for them, you can find them. You put up uh, the money that you're getting a credit line for. That's basically the idea of a secured card. Right. You're securing the card with your own money. Uh, it is not the same as a debit card or prepaid card that you can have direct deposit on. Uh, those cards can't report to the credit bureaus. A true secured card, uh, and you can find them on a site like bankrate.com or, you can, or nerdwallet.com or just Google best secured cards 2018. You can compare uh, the various features, and you should, because that's a product that you're essentially buying from your bank. Uh, And you can compare. Is there an initial fee? These days, $25 or less is pretty common. Is there an annual fee? Again, if they charge one, it might be $75 or less. Uh, It's also important in the way that the card transitions to unsecured debt, uh, an unsecured card, because they will. Uh, After you make... Uh, 12 months or 18 months worth of payments, the bank wants to transition you uh, to an unsecured product, an unsecured card. If they keep the same account number and they keep the account open, you get the benefit of the full year of credit history. So it's a slight difference, but it benefits the consumer, I think, because banking is a copycat industry in many ways. More more banks will start uh, using that policy. Uh, instead of just issuing you a new piece of plastic and a new account number. But as a remedy, as a means of rebuilding credit, they work. You're seeing a lot of online lenders today. They don't have branches. There are these peer-to-peer lending like Lending Club and Prosper. Do you think that's a, a good idea for people to borrow online without ever talking to anybody? It can be. Uh, you know, the rates might be attractive, uh, and certainly I'm not going to tell somebody to overlook uh, some type of credit account that is cheaper than some other alternatives. But the thing that I think is missing uh, with those is that you don't have that personal relationship with your local bank or your local credit union. I think those are invaluable when you're trying to make the leap uh, up to a more significant car loan or, of course, a home loan. There, the personal relationship can really work to your advantage if you've been a, con- a customer of the bank or credit union uh, where you're applying. Uh, those are people you can sit down with even when you're not quite sure of where you stand credit-wise. Sparing yourself the, the cost and the ding to your credit of formally applying. Just to sit down with a lending officer and say, hey, here's my current credit report. If I applied to you for a home loan, would you be able to approve me? What do, what do I need to work on? Um, building that relationship and maintaining it uh, can be a great thing. And that's just the one thing I think that's missing from the online opportunities. Some people may be reluctant to call Cambridge for help because they're embarrassed or they're scared. What can you tell people to kind of get them over the hump to make that initial call, which may be so difficult for a lot of people? Well, we do appreciate that. That is an excellent point. 
we know that by the time they reach out to us, a lot of people are at wit's end. They need that sympathetic or empathetic ear to, to listen to their issues and importantly, to know what to do about them. Uh, our counselors, our average counselor has been here more than a dozen years now. So we've, we've heard every type of story, but then again, every story is unique. Every story has its own factors that come into play that are unlike anybody else's. Uh, so we're used to providing true counseling, listening to the, their concerns, what their goals are, uh, how they thought they got to this point. All of that matters. And we may be the first person they've told that story to. Um, they may be, you know, might be a spouse handling the family's finances and the other spouse doesn't want to hear it. It yeah. assumes everything is under control. We get plenty of those calls and that's okay because we're the ones who can provide the, the remedies and the education they need to get out of their circumstances. Yeah. So it's not only a, a financial call, but it's kind of a psychological, emotional uh, relationship that you've got with Cambridge. Uh, very much so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and I guess the, the last thing is kind of looking at the whole situation. Is, is this going to be a growing industry? I mean, are there people getting into more debt? So is there going to be more need for credit counseling going forward? It, it runs in cycles. It ebbs and flows along with the amount of credit uh, and the lending policies that have been in place for a few years. You know, we usually lag behind that by a couple of years. People get into difficulty after they've begun to build up their balances over time, and then they suddenly get pushed close to the edge or a sense that they're getting close to the edge when they can't make payments or fulfill their obligations, and then we get the calls. Uh, you know, we, we're always saying that we'd, we'd like, like to have consumers call us as soon as they sense there's a problem, but things being what they are these days, some people wait a little longer than that. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. You'll deal with them with wherever they're at when they call. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Well, we're going to close now. Just tell people again, if they've got credit issues, uh, how they can contact uh, Cambridge Credit. Sure. Uh, whether it's a credit issue, a housing issue, a uh, student loan issue, uh, you can reach us at our 800 number. That's 800-897-2200 or through our website. That's www.cambridgecredit.org. Well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Marty Lynch, Director of Education at Cambridge Credit Counseling. They've helped a lot of people with credit issues. Thanks so much for being on the show, Marty. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.